0: Welcome to Zikhudafsi Memory of Ram Gold Hai, Anthony and Yuma Dafnun Hei, the fifth parak This is going to be an abbreviated shear. So the three drops we're going to focus on, number one, a Bryce's taught regarding the Kongadil sprinkling of the bloods in the Koshe Gadoshim. When he sprinkles one time above, he doesn't sprinkle on the Kaporis so that blood will touch its top, but only opposite the thickness of the Kaporis, without the drops of blood actually coming in contact with it. When he sprinkles one time above, he turns the back of his hand downward and sprinkles upward. And when he sprinkles seven times below, he turns the back of his hand upward and sprinkles downward. The Gemara asks for the source that the first sprinklings of the bull blood and goat blood are not aimed to come in contact with the top of the Kippurus, but are merely sprinkled upwards. Rav HaKabriyakov said in the name of Ravizera, The Pusik states regarding the blood of the goat, And he shall sprinkle it upon the kaporis, meaning above, and in front of the Kippurus, meaning below. Now, since the reference to below is not necessary, given that it can be learned out from the law below from the blood of the bull, we can use the word below to learn a heckish of all to leaf from the sprinklings upon the kaporas to the sprinklings in front of the kaporas. Just as the sprinklings done before the kaporas do not reach the kaporas, so too the sprinkling above does not reach the kaporas. Point number two, we learn from the Mishnah and Daph Nun Base that when the Kongadol counted the hazoas, hazoa Rishon and Minyan in Ko'aches Akhas. the first sprinkling, meaning the one directed upward, must be counted along with each and every one of the successive hazoas, the seven directed downward. B'lazer said the reason is so they will not err in the counting of the sprinklings. Rush explains that by counting the first sprinkling with each of the seven, the kongaro gains a moment to concentrate between each of the seven countings, which prevents him from inadvertently skipping or repeating a number. Rabbi Yochanan said the reason is based on the Pasuk Lishnaya Gabor's and in front of the Gabor's he shall sprinkle. Since there is no need to state yaze, since sprinkling was mentioned earlier in the Pasuk, it's coming to teach that the first haza must be counted with each of the next seven. According to Rabbi Yochanan, if someone did not count the first one each time but did not err in the hazos, he is not fulfilled his chiv and must repeat the hazos. And point of view, we learn in the Mishnah and Dafnun Nun, according to Rabbi Yehuda, there was only a single stand to hold the containers of blood for after the hazos. The Gemara brings a related ruling from a price that states, the Rabbi Yehuda says, There were no collection boxes in the Hazar for the obligatory kining because of the danger of intermixing the Chattas with the ola." The grass, what is meant by the danger of intermixing? And after rejecting the initial interpretations, concludes that the decree was enacted because of chate shemesu the possibility of intermixing a chate whose owner has certainly died. If he dies before the contents of the box are offered, all the money in the box will be rendered invalid. So once again, the three points are number one, a taught regarding the kungodle sprinkling in the bloods in the kodesh kadashim. <laughs> When he sprinkles one time above, he doesn't sprinkle on the caporis so that the blood will touch its top, but only opposite the thickness of the caporis without the drops of blood actually coming in contact with it. When he sprinkles one time above, he turns the back of his hand downward and sprinkles upward. And when he sprinkles seven times below, he turns the back of his hand upward and sprinkles downward. The camera asks for the source that the first sprinklings of the bull blood and go blood are not aimed to come in contact with the top of the caporis, but are merely sprinkled upwards. Ravachar, Yaakov said in the Nimr Rebezera, the Pusik states regarding the blood of the goat, Behiza osa al kaporis, velifne al kaporis, and he shall sprinkle it upon the kaporis, meaning above, and in front of the kaporis, meaning below. Since the reference to below is not necessary, given that it can be learned out from the love below from the blood of the bull, we can use the word below to learn a hekach of al tulifnei from the sprinklings upon the kapores to the sprinklings in front of the kapores just as the sprinklings not before the kapores do not reach the kaporis, so to the sprinkling above does not reach the kapores point number 2 we learn from the Mishnah Dafnan Gimmatum base that when the Kong Gadot counted the hazaz hazarishon Rishonet rik minyan in koaches vaches the first sprinkling meaning the one directed upward must be counted along with each and every one of the successive hazaz meaning the seven directed downward the said the reason is shoyitah hazaz so that he will not err in the counting of the sprinklings. Rashi explains that by counting the first sprinkling with each of the seven, the kon gains a moment to concentrate between each of the seven countings, which prevents him from inadvertently skipping or repeating a number. Rabbi Yochanan said the reason is based on the Pasuk, "Who is now and in front of the Kippur's he shall sprinkle. Since there was no need to state Yazah, since sprinkling was mentioned early in the Pasuk, it's coming to teach that the first Hazah must be counted with each of the next seven. according to Rabbi Yochanan, if someone did not count the first one each time, but didn't err in the hazaz, he has not fulfilled his khiv and must repeat the hazaz. And point number three, we learn in the Mishnah on Daf and Gemama Base Gemama Beis that according to Reb Yehuda, there was only a single stand to hold the containers of blood for after the Hazos. The Gemara brings a related ruling from a price that states, the Rabbi Yehuda says, There were no collection boxes in the Azor for the obligatory keening because of the danger of intermixing the Chattas with the Ola. The Gemara asks what is meant by the danger of intermixing and after rejecting the initial interpretations, concludes that the decree was enacted because of Chattas Shemesu Baale HaVadai, the possibility of intermixing a chattis, whose owner has certainly died. If he dies before the contents of the box are offered, all the monies in the box will be rendered invalid. All right, so now we go to daf Nun Hay, and this simon was suggested to us by three people when we had to Choose a simon Contest back in Masechus Brachas. This simon comes to us by way of Mordecai Kornbluth from Boston, Naftali Golombik from Brooklyn, and Noach Rubin from London. And they all suggested a speed limit sign of 55, which happened to be the national speed limit here in the United States. So the simon is a speed limit sign of 55. So here goes. The children worrying about speed limit signs who were allowed to throw red water balloons towards the sign but not hit it while counting out loud with concentration were told the true story of an owner of a bugatory canine who was killed in a speeding accident before his birds were offered. Once again in slow motion. Did shouldn't worry about speed limit signs, speed limit signs. That must more on Duff. Non the children were learning about speed limit signs, who were allowed to throw red water balloons towards the sign but not hit it, which reminds the Bryce was taught regarding the Kongal to sprinkling the bloods in the Kodesh Kedashim, that when he does hazza one time above, he does not do hazza on the Kaporis so that the blood will touch its top, but only opposite the thickness of the Kippurah without the drops of blood actually coming in contact with it. The Gemara asked for the source that the first sprinklings of the bull blood and go blood are not aimed to come in contact with the top of the Kippurah, but are merely sprinkled upwards. Rav HaKabar Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Zera that the Pasuk states regarding the blood of the goat, and he shall sprinkle it upon the Kaporis, meaning above, and in front of the Kaporis, meaning below. Since the reference to below is not necessary, given that it can be learned out from the law below from the blood of the bull, we can use the word below to learn a heckish of all to leaf ne, From the sprinklings upon the kippurahs to the sprinklings in front of the kippurahs, just as the sprinklings done before the kippurahs don't reach the kippurahs, so too the sprinkling above doesn't reach the kippurahs. So the children learning about speed limit signs, who are allowed to throw red water balloons towards the sign but not hit it, while counting out loud with concentration. Which reminds me, we went of the Mishnah on Davnun so when the Kongaro counted the hazaz, hazaz, Rishon and Srikha Minyan Imko Achaz, the first sprinkling, meaning the one directed upward, must be counted along with each and every one of the successive hazaz, the seven directed downward. Rabbi Lazar said the reason is, so that he will not err in the counting of the sprinklings. Rashi explains that by counting the first sprinkling with each of the seven, the Kongaro gains a moment to concentrate between each of the seven countings, which prevents him from inadvertently skipping or repeating a number. Rabbi Yochanan said that the reason is based on the Pasuk, and in front of the Qabors, he shall sprinkle. Since there was no need to state Yazez since sprinkling was mentioned early in the Pasuk, it's coming to teach that the first Hazav must be counted with each of the next seven. According to Rabbi Yochanan, if someone did not count the first one each time, but didn't err in the Hazavs, he has not fulfilled this Chiyub and must repeat the Hazavs. So the children learning about speed limit signs who were allowed to throw red water balloons towards a sign but not hit it, while counting out loud with concentration, were told the true story of an owner of obligatory kinim who was killed in a speeding accident before his birds were offered. Which reminds us, we learned in the Mishnah on gemal and that according to the there was only a single stand to hold the containers of blood for after the Hazaz. The more brings a related ruling from a race that states, that review, says, that there were no shofaros, no collection boxes in the Hazar for the obligatory kinim because of the danger of intermixing the chathas with the Ola. The Gemara asks what is meant by the danger of intermixing and after rejecting the initial interpretations concludes the decree was enacted because of the possibility of intermixing a whose owner has certainly died. If he dies before the contents of the box are offered, all the mines in the box will be rendered invalid. So once again, the children learning about speed limit signs who were allowed to throw red water balloons towards the sign but not hit it while counting out loud with concentration were told the true story of an owner of a obligatory kinim was killed in a speeding accident before his birds were offered. All right, that concludes the year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldmuzik, wishing you a great day and great learning.